Taking it with DT the podcast where you can talk your shit. With no further ado, DT talk your shit. Yep. It's your boy DT kicking it with DT the podcast. Podcast where you talk your shit. I got my boy Jandy bitch again. Yup, yup. Man, side so okay. So this episode <laughs> My childhood was a wild hood. <laughs> We're going to talk about, like, the, up, the upbringing of DT, the background. I mean, like, because we got into it, and I'm in, the, in our last conversation, I'm telling you, like, I'm going to explain to you why I took a village. But you got to go into the whole, like, the whole background. That motherfucker cold, ain't it? That bitch hit cold, <laughs> man. That bitch hit the back of my throat, the homo. Like a Sprite. <laughs> nah, so... We was talking, nigga, and I, was, I, I said, I'm a big believer of it takes a village to, to like, raise, like, to really raise somebody, because it, like, it took a village with me. Like, yeah, I had both my parents in my life, but shit, it was a lot of variables in that shit, and it took, like, a yeah. lot. So, um, oof, shit, boy, I ain't never really just talk about this shit for real. Yeah. Like, this shit might be hard, nigga. Just bro with me, nigga. I ain't, nah, I ain't gonna lie to you. I ain't never really just like I done talked to this shit about with some people. Like, I feel that though, cause like, all right. So I'm gonna tell you. So I was raised by all women, mm-hmm. like all. But it wasn't. It wasn't just when I say all women. It wasn't just my two older sisters, my mama. Mm-hmm. Nah, nigga. It was like it was my two older sisters, my mama, my grandma, my all. What four, five of my aunties. My whole church family, like when I tell you, I was raised by mm-hmm. the, like the village, dog. Like it, it, I, I got, I got different. Like, how can I say this? I can't even think of the right word right now. I got different. I got different techniques or aspects from from each of them that I still use till this day. Yeah. Even even later in life, when when I became a teen, because you know when you when you become a certain age, as a as a man child. You already done got that that mentality, if you don't if you grew up with a father or not. It's that certain age, you know what I mean? Like you know how shit go. So mm-hmm. even after I hit that age, and then my my mom would end up getting a um, ended up getting a stepfather or whatever. Even then, I still I go. I even got different different techniques from him that I still use. You know what I mean? Even though it was times where it was like, yo, I really don't like this nigga. Like, cause I mean, what 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 teenage male child? You know what I'm saying? Really, uh, is always gonna agree with their mama bringing home. You know what I'm saying? Especially Not, if it ain't yours. Yeah. So, so, so I feel you when I say it. Take, I, I feel you when it say nah, it so takes like, a village. We gonna go back to I born 1989, October 10, 1989. We gonna go back to 89. So, 89. Shit, I'm gonna be honest. 89 probably was a rough year on my mama. Now that I, now that I'm um, you know old enough to understand. And just really thinking about shit. My mama, um, she one of the people. I'm being completely honest. She one of the people that shouldn't have kids. <laughs> it's fucked up, but it's like, I know. 
It's like the truth. She's gonna have kids. I know. It's just some. It's just you don't really hear that. Like she shouldn't have kids. Like she have. Like my dad has. My dad has a lot of kids, but my mama herself she has four kids. Yeah. Um. And I'm the baby. She shouldn't have had me. Yeah. She shouldn't have, uh, like, first of all, she was doing drugs. Yeah. She was pregnant with me. Yeah. So, you know, damn, shit, that's, that's already one, that's really like one strike down on me, really, if you, if yeah. you want, if we gonna be honest. Like, yeah. a lot of things could've came out wrong with me. Like, you yeah. sitting there doing drugs and shit. Man, month, like, my granny died like a month before I was born. Uh, her mama. Yeah, so that's that depression. And yeah, so you want a stressful time? Yeah. Like, no so you had me not born. So, no, get into it. I can't tell you about my, I can't tell you what happened. I can just go off of what, what was told to me from like my aunt, my own. My cousin, I'm like my my older brother, like what what really like my like my sister, like what really was going on then? But like that's it's different pieces, but all pieces add up about the same. Yeah, like she's on drugs, she's doing so. You know, you don't as a kid, you don't see these things. You might have seen these things, but you're not prepared for these things. You're not, you really don't have no comprehension of these things. Yeah. So, but now, like you know, I'm older, so I can I can I can replay everything and tell you how shit went. You like damn. So, like, most boys, what are, what are most boys? I'm Hard-headed. Mama boys. Oh, yeah. I'm not a mama boy. Far from it. Yeah. And I, you know, when when I got older, I kind of thought about it. Like, damn, why the fuck am I not a mama boy? Like, you know, yeah. try to think about it. You know, I, I thought thinking about it. And then it's like, once you get... Cause once you get to a certain age, you start noticing things. So I'm, I'm, a, I'm, a, I was like, that's why when my dad died, I was so hurt because I was so close to him. Yeah. But, and then like, especially as I got old, I start understanding the shit he went through. Yeah. So, got think about it. My mom's a dope fiend, crackhead, whatever you want to call her. This up. Yeah. You got this man trying to take care of her. Kids. Yeah. And fight his demons. Yeah. My dad was, before I was born, my dad got shot in the head. Made it, survived. Mm. But you got this man trying to hustle, provide for the family. And he's doing the damn best he can. Yeah. You got this woman that's taken away because of her addiction, mm. her problem. Mm. So, you know, you know, when you when you growing, you like you see these things on TV. You see these perfect families, and the first thing you want, like, why well, I want this perfect family? I want this woo woo. Yeah, and I understand that. So, like, every day I look up, my mom got a coat for the five. Train. I come. I come home school. Like, I think in my whole life, she had one job that I can remember. One job. I think she got five from that bitch. I was like five or six. Yeah. <laughs> My dad was straight hustling. Yeah. Like a trick dice. Yeah. All that other shit. Like he he but he getting it. Yeah. So I remember. Around about five, now I remember about like right around 
running around the house. I I would like playing high go seek around the house <laughs> and see some wild ass shit. Like see a damn pipe. Why the yeah. fuck am I seeing a damn pipe in the house? Yeah. Not knowing what the fuck it is. Yeah. At a young age. At a young age. So then I realized my mom, she she had been manipulating my dad. Yeah. He just wanted to love her and take care of her. But shit, she's so damn toxic that she fighting with his ass that he drinking. It's causing him to get get to drinking. Yeah. So now he drinking too damn much. Yeah. So he drunk, he mad, they fighting. You know what I'm saying? As a kid, you seeing all this shit. You seeing all this toxic this toxic ass shit. Yeah. And it's like bad. That's so bad. It's like, damn. My mom letting her put on any type of clothes. She 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 so fucked up. We putting on any type of clothes, looking ragged as fuck. <laughs> Going to school, tacking hair, haircut yeah. busted. Yeah. And my auntie like, nah, I ain't nah. So one thing I get my auntie, this is why my auntie like my auntie like my mama for real. My Carla, she. She come get us every weekend. Like she made a promise to my grandma, like she was gonna have us in church and shit. Yeah. So she come get us every weekend. Friday, Saturday. No, ain't weird. You going over there? You going on your house? Yeah. And what I didn't understand, like we were over there, we over there at my mom's house. We running freely. Yeah. And why the fuck am I five year old running around the neighborhood at night? Yeah. And we running freely, but then you get over our kind house on the weekend. Straight discipline. Got sitting them. That's why I say take a village. Straight discipline. We over there. We we got chores every weekend. Yeah. Chores like. Then you got the you got the bathroom. You clean the bathroom. And my auntie's been on me, so you clean them up. Yeah. You clean the bathroom. You got the living room. You got the dining room. <laughs> Feel Dan. Yeah. Because at the time, because my 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 one brother, he was he way older than us. Think like I like that. Twenty years older than me. Like so he was like already grown. So he went with us. So. But me, Brian, and Joe, my other two brothers, like, we all around, like, they both, they, like, one and four years older than me, the other five years older than me. Yeah. But, so them, it's like us three, so you, each one of y'all got, got a session to do yeah. that weekend. Then you got a Sunday morning, she she wake you up for breakfast, you get breakfast, then you go to church. You better not have to fool church. Yeah. You gonna get that ad whooped. <laughs> like, talking about the switch and everything, you gonna get whooped, then you go right back. But the thing is, whatever she, whatever this man, whatever she put us, put us through. Yeah. Sunday come, Sunday evening comes, she takes us back to South Dallas with my mama. Oh, that shit was, that shit was out the window. <laughs> out the window. Go around the bit looking whoop the whoop, whatever, looking stupid, looking crazy, and. Shit, for us at that at that age, you just like, I'm free from that discipline. I'm free from that. Yeah. So it's that. But then you know, so nigga, nigga running around the neighborhood, people get shot at all. It was saying all this crazy ass shit. Yeah, all this shit. Yeah. Um. So then what happened was, I think I was second grade, so I was around about seven, right? That summer, going into that summer, my dad, and my mom got into it, and this is where this is where the village really kicked in. That so my mom, and my dad get into it. She put her hands on him. He called the police. Yeah. She get locked up. Think she did a two-year bid. Mm. She got two years. 
at this point, my dad didn't know how to. He really didn't know how to deal because he trying. To, he was trying to press charges or anything. So he, but I think she got a drug charge on top. <laughs> but um, he trying not to deal with the shit. But so at that point, nigga, that drinking shit hit him hard. Drinking, I think he smoking weed. He was drinking the shit, smoking weed, and he was like, like he was like, I know how to provide, but I I don't like. He didn't know really what he was doing. So what my aunt did was, for those two years, she took custody. Mm-hmm. And this is, where, this is where the structure really came in. And so she took custody for them two years. So two years, I stayed with my aunt. Only seeing my dad on weekends. It oh, was, so it went, it went the other way around. Yeah. So I'm only seeing my dad on weekends, but when I see my dad, also I can see him. It's crazy because at that time I seen him in a better place. Yeah. Not realizing. So, I spent them two years with my aunt, and then them two years, was like, bro, it was like, I had to readjust. Life different. Yeah. My aunt, it's crazy. She raised them, but she worked two jobs, too. She worked at American Airlines, and she worked as a um, school counselor. Mm-hmm. So, you barely saying that you saying that in the morning? Yeah. And depending on... If you did your toys right, you seen it in the evening. Yeah. Because the toys wasn't right, she going to wake your ass up. Yeah. And you going to get them shits right. And she ain't care what time it was. I mean, one time, then she woke us up like, it was like 12 o'clock in the morning. I'm thinking, it's so early. I done got dressed for school. Lay <laughs> 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 like, right back down. But I was, so I'm getting that structure. And, and I, you know, and I tell her, I tell her this every, every Mother's Day. Like, I, I hate for it to just be Mother's Day, but... A lot of times, my mother, I like, I show her, like, but I also tell her I appreciate her for them, for them two years. Yeah. Because them two years gave me the most structure I needed. Because it set me, because them two years set me on the right path. Them two years changed my life. And I, I, I've not, I ain't never just said this out loud to nobody, but like right now I'm saying this, like them two years changed my life. My third, I was in third and fourth grade. Well, half the fourth grade, I spent half the fourth grade with her. But it set me on the, it didn't completely, like, stop me from doing stupid shit, like, crazy shit, like, being, like, in the streets and stuff. But it set me on the right path to know how shit, because how shit played out was. So by that time, my brother Brian, he was too far. He was like, we didn't, you don't know these things. But at that point, he was already too far in the streets. Yeah. Because I think he was like, he was like in the eighth grade or something, but like, he was already like, like he went too far in the streets, but it was like, this what I'm on. He needed, he needed her for another year. Instead of them two years, he needed another year. Mm-hmm. But my mama got out too fast for that. Yeah. So, them two years, like, the two years played out perfect for me and my brother Joe. And I'm in, because what happened was she took, my aunt Carlin took me and Brian. Uh, Sheila took Joe, cause Joe wanted to go to this. Uh, cause he was going, he was going to seventh grade when the shit went down, so he wanted to go to this um, academy school and play football and stuff. So the academy school was right around the corner from my aunt Sheila, so he got accepted. So he went stay with her, and it worked perfectly for him. Mm-hmm. So Brian was too far gone. I'm I'm in the second grade. Well, I'm going to third grade. So you can you after the age where you can mold me. Yeah. So 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 like that shit happened. So it's like crazy. Like 
I got a real, like, I got, like, she gave me the stability I needed at the time. But also, she humbled my ass. Yeah. Like, it was, like, it was shit. I, it was like, I wasn't tacking them, but she made sure I wore some shit that was humbling. Yeah. Not like, too much. Yeah, not too <laughs> much. It was, it was like, but then she also gave me, she did what got me in the sneakers. She gave me my first pair of uh, AIs. <laughs> the questions. So, it was like, okay. Like, so, it, it was it was like stuff that humbled, but she kept me stable. Like, it was like, I'm at church every week. Then the church, like, I'm I'm good. Like, the church raising me, too. Is like, I, I build relationships in church that I still cherish yeah. to this day. Yeah, that's auntie. So I'm 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 building these relationships. So I got people like Sister Tuck on R.P. Other other like mother figures. Yeah. And I had. And then. And then I think I remember um, third grade. Nigga, my brother, my brother had a homeboy that worked worked with him at um Southwest. They were a lot Southwest a lot. My own yeah. brother E.T. and um. Introduced me like I used to play football in the backyard, but introduced me to organized football. Yeah, first time I touched a sport for real. Oh man! After that, that's all I want to do. Yeah, all I want to do is play balling. Yeah, but at this point now I'm just like, all right. Yeah. So so then once all this shit got introduced to me, it was like, but she still kept it to the point where, yeah, I can, you can play football on Saturday, but if, or when it comes to choir practice, you're going to go to choir practice on Saturday because we're going to choir and shit. I ain't got the boys for that shit no more. But, <laughs> yeah, you go, you going to go. Yeah. So I'm like, all right, now now I'm getting instruction from different ways. I'm getting instruction from church people. And then practice. Practice. My aunt. So then when my mom got out, I was like, okay, now you're going back over there. And this is my aunt telling me this to the day. She was like, what she was scared of when my mom got out. And it happened with Brian. I'm not going to say it didn't. So she was scared that when my mom got out, we was going to go back, move back to South Dallas with my mom and shit. No, that shit was out the door. All that shit was out the door. Which technically, with Brian, she was right. But what she didn't know, she had put, up, she had put enough in my I was good. Yeah. So when we got back when we got back to South Dallas, Brian was out at this point, there you go, out the hands. He dropped out of school. Yeah. Got the men in the streets. He ended up getting the um, robbery charge. Mm. So he get locked up. Me. Shit, I'm that that um I'm not gonna lie, that first year back, once he got locked up, it just it was just me inside I was like, but at this point they like I'd have met I met my best, like, my bestest friends, like, growing up, I met them. So, it was like, but I was already, like, established. So, it was like, look, crazy shit. You couldn't, you couldn't like, give me do crazy. You give me, like, do shit here and there. Like, y'all was game banging, but yeah. I wouldn't do nothing crazy. Yeah. So, um, I get to that motherfucking end. That's when my dad, like, me and my dad relationship got to another level because by the time I hit sixth grade, At this point, man, Joe, my brother Joe, this nigga, like, he, he was a, me and him both, like, smart, but he was, like, he was, like, the golden child. Yeah. So, once, once I started peeping what he was doing, that nigga was, like, a pretty, like, he, he, he was, like, a pretty boy at the time, but I used to hate that shit. I'm, like, bro, I don't like that pretty boy shit, but my, like, when he started, like, even he put something in me, like, nah, then you gonna start dressing, then you gonna start doing this, like, nigga, you gonna be creased down, you gonna do this, so, 
So like I said, you learn you learn something from everybody else. So then we get to we get to sixth grade and it's like that's when I started personally putting myself in position, surrounding myself. I started playing chess. Mm. And the motherfuckers don't even know this except my homeboys and like everybody was around me and then I was I I was I came second place in a big ass chess tournament. I was like the top. I was the top chess player in my school, and in the um, in the whole Dallas area. I lost it just got down off the white boys and <laughs> lost in the fucking championship. Yeah. So and my, what was crazy when motherfuckers didn't know that I didn't know my dad played chess like that. Mm. So once I did that kind of my own trophy, like yeah, go on, it's time for you go ahead have this conversation with me. Put me in the back room with our chess board. Man, every day, man, every day. And I didn't give a fuck what. Like, every day we had to play one game. Yeah. Like, I, I don't care if I came in the house at 8 o'clock. We get in the game before I go to sleep. Yeah. And, you know, chess games are long, like, long mind, strategic thinking games. So, at this point, me and my dad and them started building this bond over chess. Yeah. And now, now, so at this point, now when I'm playing chess, we, we talking about life. Yeah. He, I'm getting life, I'm getting life advice off a chess game. Yeah. And, at the, and then before that, I never looked at my. It's crazy because I had not looked at my dad in that light. I ain't looked at. I ain't looked at him like the man he was, the how great he really was. I, I didn't see that yeah. until then. And then I'm, I'm really in awe because you, because my dad had been shot in the head before they even happened. So how are you thinking like this? Yeah, <laughs> I used to. He like, had, yeah, like a soft spot, a yeah. little soft spot. Day. Like my dad used to always wear a hat, and. I'm sitting there like, damn. Now I'm really looking at like everything else from another view. Yeah. Damn. Okay. Niggas, <laughs> yeah, you thinking like this? Yeah, like <laughs> that's really how I felt. So I'm sitting there, and it's real talk. Like I'm sitting there, like this is my, this is like really my. So now I'm, I'm thinking like that, and then it's like, man. My dad, one of the people, he he was like, it's crazy because like I remember like early in my early ages. I do remember, like, everybody in the hood, because my dad, they called him, you seen the picture of my dad, they, yeah. so they called him Red, that was his nickname. And he was loved, like, everybody Red, Red, but my dad did not like going around people. Yeah. But everybody loved him. Yeah. So I'm like, damn. And I couldn't get it. And you, you couldn't really get him to go nowhere. He like, like, you really couldn't, like, so it was like, damn, it's crazy. You couldn't, anything matters, you couldn't get him to pop out, though. Yeah. But it's like, shit. He was always hustling, and he was always gonna make sure, like I had the essentials of what I need, but not. He wasn't. It wasn't all above me. You not gonna be out here flashing. Whoop, whoop, you gonna, you yeah, gonna take you this mean. and you yeah. But also, he also he also started laughing when he re- realized I used to hustle, cause he was like, you took them trick dice or something. He, <laughs> he'd give me like five dollars in the morning for lunch. Yeah, I take the five dollars, take a dollar, go buy a snack, and the motherfucker I'd be shooting dice with. But that's that's we we gonna get to that. That's like the high school days. Like, <laughs> but like back to that's his grade, and it's like after that it was like so. Now at this point it's his grade. I'm big on sports. I'm playing basketball, football, and running track. Yeah. And once I found out I'm like a real athlete, you couldn't keep me out of them things. But also yeah. I was still a hood. Like I was still always in the hood. So to play these things, like you always had to be around the OGs and I like and all this shit. So you get you still was getting influenced by these motherfuckers. Yeah. So like I'm sitting out there and I'm I'm out there fighting for the hood, blood hard, yeah. blood this, blood that. Cause they told me when I when like we leave sixth grade, they tell you this, cause like in South Dallas at the time, 
Even now, it's crazy, but it's, it's a different school, but it's the same rules apply. In South Dallas, they put all the hoods in one. If you don't, if you don't apply and go to um, academy school, you was all stuck in one school in South Dallas. Yeah, but that's every hood, blood, Crips. Yeah, every hood is in one in one school. Yeah, think about that. Yeah, think, ain't, problem. ain't nothing but clashing. Yeah, so I'm getting suspended. <laughs> it's crazy. I was in the problem was I was too damn smart. Yeah. Because I, I could pass classes, but I'd get in trouble like a motherfucker. I was a class clown. Uh, let's say I was going to fight, whatever. But I, my grades was going to be. Yeah. Because I always wanted to keep my grades good enough so I could pass, so I could play sports, no yeah. matter what. And then I was, I knew at a certain time you're getting away with certain shit. But then this is when I met my first my first real mentor. Um, I was in the seventh, maybe the eighth grade. No, 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 I'll take that back. Before I met my my first real mentor, I met Charles Haley. He used to play for the Dallas Cowboys. This motherfucker was paying me to play Pop Warner still. Because, you know, the seventh grade, seventh, eighth grade, you still eligible to play Pop Warner, older Belitis. Yeah. But Charles Haley was coaching the Saints at the time, um, the little Pop Warner team. And I I just I just happened to go. I ain't going to lie, just to bullshit around. And he was like, yeah, I, he like, just come play with me. I, I pay. Like, he was taking us to the Cowboys game and shit. Yeah. But then he was paying me like I'm I'm out there going in every game that he gave me like a hundred dollars. Reward me like you did so good. I'm not even realize he really paying me to stay. Yeah. But he but he also I also was learning shit. But I'm like, okay. So I'm just so then I made my I met my first real mentor, um, Coach Brooks, R. I. P. He was um coach at the Rex Center down the street from me. And um and he always was like he was a straight forward, straight shooter. Like this nigga be like, he sit there look at me. He be like, "What you gonna? You want to go out there and be a gangster? You want to go out there and be a game banger? You don't want to be shit? Nah, uh, you ain't gonna. You just gonna be just like this. Uh, you ain't gonna do nothing. But every man, so shit. Like he, but he was being straight. He'd be like straightforward, but he also be like, "Nah, this is what you need to do. You need to come on, come on in here again." So. He took me on his wings, and by that, by the time he took me on his wings, it's like, I, like, yeah, I still would do like, like certain shit, like fight with the hood, do hood fight in school. But man, we get out of school, go straight to the rig, mm-hmm. and now hooping, straight hooping. He, we ain't have to have our ID card. He, nah, he gonna make sure we was in a bitch hooping, so we stay out, of, stay out of trouble. Yeah, like he knew it was like, I know y'all bad, but y'all gonna be in her. Yeah. Like, I know y'all were running, y'all gonna be in here. Yeah. So I met him. And then it was like, it really changed. It, it changed a lot of more shit. So then it was like, damn. Now, now I'm getting these male figures in my life. Yeah. It went from female figures. So now I'm getting these male figures. And then and he brings along Coach Sherm. Coach Joe, like my AU coach, all the coach, um, coach Matt, like we call him Unc. Like me and Matt to this day, cool. Like he he got a condo in San Diego, so yeah. when I got a name, he be like, "Come on down." Yeah, I'm like, he's like, "I'm being my condo, I'm being town, so come on down," type stuff. So he, I started meeting all these people. It's like, damn. So now, now we out here, we out here getting, but it's crazy. We still trying to do wild shit. Then we in the house. My life could have been over in the eighth grade. Yeah. All because we being young, fast, and dumb. 
So, um, my homegirl, Camille, lived across the street from me. Oh, she always talked to older niggas. <laughs> always. But she was like one of them females that was developing at her age. Yeah. Like, so she always talked to fucking, she always talked to fucking niggas. So, like, older niggas. So, it was like, no. My cousin, T.T., his crazy ass. We sitting, we sitting outside. She on the phone. Like, who they talking to my girl? Type shit. Who they, who? Nah, then we can fight. You know us. We we young. And we always scrapping. So, we like, shit, we gotta scrap it out. Yeah. Man, say, all I heard with it right here. You hear him on the phone, and they say, "Yeah, we can go. Why right, we y'all? We." I heard it popping on the phone in the background. Oh, they had phone for Oakland. I don't know. You know how they get down. Man, I wish I would have thought about what he said right then. I would have got my with my ass in the house. That nigga pulled up. It was like thirty minutes. We sitting out there, like on, like in front of her yard. They just bullshitting around, waiting on these niggas. Talk, they we finna fight. Man, then they pulled up right in my house. Mind you, my house across the street. They pulled up right in front of my shit. Started dumping that her shit. So, there ain't no way we can run to my shit. We had to go, like, run through her backyard. Yeah. Jump. Man, so, we running. Then you can hear the bullets flying by nigga head. Damn. We jumped the fence. Them they really, they really tried to, they really were trying to out. Mind you, we ain't nothing but, we ain't nothing but 13, 14. These niggas grown. Mind you, man, these niggas here, they tried to catch us in the trail. Them niggas, they, they spent the block to go catch us coming out the trail. But what we did was when we jumped the fence, we jumped right back across that bitch and ran inside her house. So, boom, we in the house. My, my nigga, Fat Marcus, he got grazed in the head. Ah, right, we see the blood. We're like, oh, hell nah. We, we in that bitch. We in that bitch like, man, what the fuck? I heard, do, 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 do. And my mama. I told you I ain't come over and fuck with that fast tag girl. Get y'all ass out of here. Dave Marcus Tony. Marcus, all oh, y'all get y'all ass out of here right now. Y'all get into my goddamn car. I'm taking all y'all home. Oh man. This nigga got grazed. We and this bitch panicking. We realized he get grazed, so we just wrapped his head up. <laughs> yeah, so <laughs> we think my mama say, Don't you ever go over there no more. <laughs> so it was like at one point, nigga, come here. This is my dog. We still cool to today. What was that one point, nigga? Like, nigga, everybody be over there. I could even go over there. <laughs> Damn. But it's, I understood it, though. It was like, I always, it was always some shit with her, though. Yeah. Nah, so then we get to get to high school. And, um, that's when everything hit the fan. And let me explain this. That's when, like, I got the complete understanding of what was going on. Like, ah, oh, nah, then your mama's on drugs. Your mama's doing this. Your mama's doing that. Yeah. Your mama, like, really fucked. Like, yeah. It's like in my head, you a fucked up individual. Yeah. <laughs> These are my real thoughts. And I ain't never said, I think some people like this close to me, like, like probably like, this real close to me understand like how I felt about this shit, but I ain't never said this shit out loud. You a fucked up individual. And it was like, I, and it, like, I never, like, motherfucker didn't understand it. Like, me and my mom used to get, like, to shout matches with each other. Like, you gonna do this? No, I'm not. You can't, how you gonna tell me to do this? Like, and I'm, and I, I didn't realize, and I ain't, I think, I just, it took me to go therapy. No, no, don't nobody know I went to therapy, like, for real. I went to therapy. It took me to go to therapy to realize this shit. I, what I was lashing out at. Yeah. I was lashing out because I felt like, hey, you did me wrong. Yeah. You you robbed me. Like I shouldn't have deal with none of the shit I deal with, but you were so selfish. 
Thinking about yourself all these years. So, like, yeah, it's been like 10 years. I'm 18 years. I'm 18 years old now. Yeah. Why the fuck you ain't got no job yet? Yeah. You ain't had no job since I was six. <laughs> fuck going on? What, what fuck wrong? But you always got a fucking 45. Yeah. You always got a pack of cigarettes. And one time, and I had a flashback of one time my brother Joe told Joe, well, I told Joe the gold child, but I tell you everything about that nigga. This nigga had got a job. He was in high school. I remember he worked at Saltgrass Steakhouse. And I remember one time we in the car and he mad at him. I didn't understand why he was going off on her because she asked him to buy, uh, buy her uh, some cigarettes. My brother said, I'm not supporting your bad habit. And I didn't understand until like a couple years later. I'm like, mm-hmm. like nah, mm-hmm. nah, because because now I'm thinking about it, you ain't really raised me. Yeah, everything good that I learned, I had to learn from my dad, yeah. my aunt, my cousin. Sister Tucker at church. Sister Pruitt at church. Coach Brooks. We had the on. We call it to the day. We call her Granny B. Miss Bell. Granny. We call her Granny B. She was like the neighborhood Granny. She like looked out for all the kids yeah. in the neighborhood. So we call her Granny B. And to the day she say, "How my grandbaby doing?" She's always said that. Like she always gonna check on you. I learned from her. It was a lady named Miss Jacqueline Peel. They worked at the red. Yeah. Um, one of my my fourth grade teacher, Miss Bell, she worked. She ended up working at the red during the summer, so she get. They pretty much gave my first summer job. Yeah. So they, I'm learn. I learned from all these people. Marilyn Turner, what have you taught me? <laughs> yeah. I love you. I love you, Mama. But what have you taught me? What have you really? Yeah. Installed. You taught me what not to do. But you know, you even installed some bad habits in me. I give you that. You gave me some bad habits. Yeah. But what do you do for me? Yeah. The village raised me. But what did you do? Yeah. Mm. But this go back to what I said. Um, even in the last in the last episode we did. Where I where I, where I get to thinking, I get into deep thought about shit, and this shit that still bothers me today. Like I don't have the, it's great. I don't have the perfect relationship with my mom, and it's at the point where I have to. I I got I can't. I forgive her, cause I have to forgive her. Cause for me to hold, if I keep holding on, I'm forever be mad. I'm never gonna be at peace, cause I didn't forgive her. So I forgave her, and I forgive her. But what I had to do when also when I forgive, her, I had to, she, cause she got to the point where the drugs fucked up and shit. When she had a stroke. Shit, where some of the questions that and the answers I needed back probably back then, I'm never gonna get. Yeah. So I gotta live with that. So that's where coming in deep thought like used to get to me by her. It's like so. It's like she sometimes like she called me and it's like yeah I pick up and be like hey mama I love you woo woo but sometimes I just don't want to talk to. Her. Yeah. Cause I love you as my mom I love you for giving me birth, giving birth to me but I don't have that. Relationship or record like record with you, yeah. It hurts sometimes. I'm not gonna say it don't, cause you, 
everybody wants their relationship with their parents. Yeah. But shit, I can't sit over here and cry about it and be like, ah, right, shit. It is what it is. So I had to let it go. But the relationship that, what I did realize is the old I got, the relationship that I wanted my mama, I have with my aunt. Yeah. So I give my aunt all her flowers while I can. Yeah. And it's crazy to this day, my aunt pretty much take care of my mama. My aunt was fussing me about like, oh, you need to go see your mama. We're gonna see that. Shit, to me, I really, I just, I can't see my mama. I'm here with you, Anna. Yeah. Yeah. So that shit, there's like a lot of shit that ate me up. So like, honestly, like, hearing this, you can ask me whatever you want to ask me, and I'm being completely honest with you. Like, you can ask me anything as a man right now, and I'm gonna give you an honest answer how I feel about certain stuff. No, I'm already knowing. Just from every day. <laughs> if you think about it, every day. <laughs> shit, they know that at work. <laughs> like, yeah, it's like that's why certain shit I don't I don't play with certain shit. Like, you know I'm goofy, I'm a uplifting I'm a uplifting spirit around y'all now. But certain shit I just don't play with like that. Yeah. And I did I can't move like that. So it's like and this is and these are the reasons why. Yeah. But it makes sense. And like, honestly, I feel like that's a part that was a part of the like a part of my downfall, like a lot of my relationships. Yeah. Cause I feel like it it it, it didn't like I didn't understand how to care for myself or care for others. Well to the to the point of where I need to be because I didn't I didn't you know like a certain love you try to get from your mother, or a certain love. So I didn't have that love until I thought about, like, said her and rethought about everything, and I started placing shit where it should be placed in my life. And because, like, I could say I didn't get that love, but I got that love from my aunt. Yeah. So now it's like I'm at the point where, like, okay, now I understand. So that all comes to back to what I said when I finally got into peace with myself, like. I'm so in peace with myself. I don't have no problem talking about this shit or telling motherfuckers, yeah, I'm a crack baby. <laughs> like, that shit used to, and that, shit, that shit used to piss me off. Like, somebody said crack baby, man. I used to be mad. Like, if somebody would call me a crack baby, mad. Yeah. Like, damn, that's fucked up. Like, yeah. Like, and it's like, no, I, I would hate for a female to show me signs of my mama. That's going to be a number one turnout. Mm. Oh yeah, you gonna have to go. Yeah. Once you do something like if one like I even <laughs> I'm just gonna I'm not gonna put that name, I thought I'm gonna put it like I had this talk with somebody like a while back, like 'cause they did something that made me reminded me of my mom. I said and for that I can't like I don't like that feeling. Yeah. I've seen this before. If I've seen this before, I don't wanna go through that before. Why like you wanna show me something different. Yeah. So shit. Story of DT. That's how it <laughs> <laughs> Gee, this need to be your number one episode, matter of fact. <laughs> Intro. <laughs> I don't know, man. I did. This shit. This shit been a long time coming. I don't think when I first started this podcast, shit, I wasn't ready to talk like this. Yeah. But over the, like I said, like every year, I, nah, I ain't tell you this, but like I feel like every year, I fucking grow. Every year, I get into more of a piece, so every year, I grow. So I'm finally at that point where I can complete, like I've talked about some shit like this. 
or talk. I've, I've I did an episode where Pieces I talked of it. Yeah, it, it, but I did a whole episode where I talked about why I fucked up in my last relationship. Yeah, and I and I was completely honest, like like dead ass honest. Yeah. So I knew at that point I knew I was showing growth, but this right here, this is a different level of growth for me because like this shit, like nigga, I would die to talk about. Yeah. But now shit, it's like nigga, I don't care. Anybody on the screen can ask me about the shit, and I'm gonna tell you. Like and I'm I leave with the whole thing, so this it is what it is. Like the story of DT. As a matter of fact, I want to go there. So it's gonna be story of DT. <laughs> and I and it's still like more I can go into depth with this shit, but it's like we just gonna leave it at this. We already 40, 40 minutes in, and that's crazy. I didn't realize we talked that goddamn loud. Sheesh. Damn. But that's what happens when you get into something. You get like, but shit, that's exactly what it is. But oh. I'm gonna leave this bitch at 40 minutes, 40, 51, about 42, and I'm done. God damn it, shit. Damn, Jay, you really, I don't even know why you was on her. You really just listening to the whole episode, shit. Like I said, bro, sometimes, like, being younger, sometimes all you, what you need to do is listen. Like, cause you can see, like, we talk every day, so it's not, yeah. it's not nothing. But I shit. can't ask you. But shit, like, every day, I'm, shit, it's like every day I'm giving your ass a life yeah. lesson, like, shit. So, Dude, you like, you like, little bro to me for real, so I just, like, I always try to tell you, like, some shit. From a view, like a viewpoint, because like I see, I see it's crazy because like I for some reason I surround myself with people that remind me of me, and you remind me of me. But just you just ain't did all the crazy shit I did, so I try to, <laughs> I try to like stop you before you even get to that shit. So I'm like, nah, uh-uh, I went down that path. Uh-uh. I can't, I can't say, because I used to be like, I'm gonna be honest with you, this craziest thing, like, not, and I, I remember. My own baby mama said that when I first did a podcast, she's like, you should talk about a relationship or whatnot. I was like, nah, I ain't going to do that. Yeah. And I'm going to tell you why, why you say that. He's like, I'm not going to do that because I made some of the mistakes. I was like, how am I to tell somebody when not to do something? Yeah, yeah. not do I feel, I feel like I feel like a hypocrite. And now, now I'm at the point where I done came to peace. I'm like, nah, it ain't being a hypocrite. It's like just being like. Like trying to stop somebody from making mistakes yeah. you made. So like that's one thing I done learned. Like through all the people that done raised me, like listen, like yeah. just listen. Yeah. Now what I realized, I'd be wrong not to share. Yeah. My mistakes or not even my mistakes, but some shit I learned in my mistakes or anything with somebody that I really if I if I really call you my little bro or. Yeah. Really cover you. Why would I not tell you something that is gonna make you better or something? What that type of person you? would that make you? You gonna yeah. at the end of that is gonna you gonna make your own choices. But if I can give you some insight on something that I did wrong that I would have liked to change and it can help you, I yeah. need to give you that. Yeah. Cause the the worst thing people do is not share information or not share problems. Not like even like if you realize out of out of all bad comes something good. Yeah. Whether it's a life lesson or it's something you could tell somebody else. To help them from going down the same path. So, like, I just try to, like, keep it 100, keep a bucket, like, try to, like, because I fuck with you. So, yeah. if I didn't fuck with you, I would, shit, we wouldn't even be on the podcast having this conversation, <laughs> shit. I don't even like that. Uh-uh. <laughs> but, shit, definitely. But, shit, now we got the 43. I said 42. <laughs> shit. <laughs> but it's been real, you know what I'm saying? Kick it with DT. Me and my nigga Jay, we might make four more episodes this week. You never know. But he going to be coming back, and we going to have some. These shit, this, ooh, these last two kind of been serious. So next one's we going to get some laughs. Fuck that shit. <laughs> that shit. We out that thing.